Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball season is heating up. Odyssey has you covered with the most entertaining coverage of your team. Stay locked in and in the know with the local voices you trust as they bring you unfiltered takes, recap games, react to the latest team news, and talk to callers. Listen to your favorite shows for free on the Odyssey app, odyssey.com, your smart speaker, or in the car with Android Auto or Apple CarPlay. Erie County Comptroller Kevin Hardwick. Kevin, welcome back. Thanks, Joe. Good to be here. Now, Kevin, I, I had asked you to come on to, to discuss other things, but we got to start with uh, the top story, and that is this investigation into Erie County Clerk Mickey Kearns. Uh, can you explain to the listeners what's going on? Well, as, as, as you know, Mickey was uh, running a re-election campaign for clerk last year, and it was about three weeks out or so from the election. It was mid-October. And as I was driving into work, I was listening to uh, Brian and Susan, and an ad came on, uh, and it was Mickey. Start off, hi, this is County Clerk Mickey Kearns. Uh, And then he talked about veterans and and all the service and how we have to honor that and what. I said, this is a great campaign ad. Uh, You know, it it really, it's targeting veterans. That's an important demographic when you're running a campaign. Um, It's great. But then at the end of it, there was no paid for by friends of Mickey Kearns or whatever. There was no anything. I said, what happened there? Did, did, Did they just leave off the tagline? Uh, did Erie County pay for that out of his clerk's budget, uh, or did uh, WBEN just do a public service announcement? So I got in and I asked my staff to look into it, and they didn't find an invoice for that yet. That that came later, uh, but what they did find was a bunch of other invoices for other radio ads, radio show on another station. They found uh, ads, print ads, and a number of uh, papers. Uh, as well as uh, programs. You know, you go to the dinner for this group or that group, and they get you to buy an ad in the program. Uh, and it was all paid for with county funds. And I said, geez, you know, no one does that. Um, no other public officials do that. I don't do that. When I'm asked to buy an ad in a program or, you know, I do a, do a print ad, I, uh, I pay for it myself. Um, and I said, uh, even though it was uh, all the print ads, or at least most of them were, you know, Renew Local or some other uh, message that benefited the county clerk's office um, and probably did benefit Erie County, um, you know, they all spiked around election time, either the primary or the general election. And I said, that's, you know, that's just not right. Uh, and, uh, I didn't do anything about it because I didn't want to insert myself into the campaign. At least I didn't do anything right away. I didn't want to become James Comey, the FBI director who was all over the Clinton-Trump race in 2016. I didn't want to do that. So I waited till the campaign was over. And then I called Mickey and I told him I thought it was, uh, it was wrong uh, to run those ads the way he did. Uh, because it publicized his campaign. And I told him that, uh, and then I sent him a letter and I asked him, uh, you know, for help in uh, drafting new regulations for the county. 
to uh, to outlaw that sort of thing in the future going forward. I mean, there's nothing we could do about it now, but going forward, I wanted to change that. Well, in the process of drafting those regulations, we kicked it around the office, and some people thought we could just do it via a, a memo from me saying this is our accounting policy, and we're not going to accept the we're not going to accept these ads for payment anymore. Or uh, we had to go local law, and I was leaning towards a local law, go through the legislature. Uh, we hired a, a young man in, uh, in December uh, who was a lawyer, and he does a lot of our legal opinions as well as a lot of other work. Uh, and he came back to us in a few days and said, you know, you really don't need to do this because there's already a law that outlaws this. It's the public officer's law, uh, Section 73B, says that you can't use government funds uh, to pay for ads in which an elected official's voice or photo or video appears. Um, and it was already there. And then there were fines attached to that and the like. So it was like, huh, you know, uh, who knew? I mean, I knew that it was wrong. I didn't know that it was illegal, but I did now. So I put out a memo to January 5th. I uh, didn't hold a press conference or anything. I didn't even mention Mickey's name in the memo. I just sent it to all elected officials. And I told them that no longer would we be processing invoices uh, for any type of advertising, print ads, uh, 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 video ads, or, or whatever, uh, that, uh, or radio ads that included uh, the voice or the likeness uh, of the elected official. I said it's uh, public, uh, uh, or public officer's law, 73B covers that, and it's illegal. So I, I let everybody know, because I don't think, I don't think most people knew about that, and maybe the reason was because no one did it, so it was never a question. But uh, but I wanted to make sure everyone knew going forward. I said, from this date, January 5th, I'm not paying anymore. Well, a week goes by, and we get some more invoices, uh, you know, tens of thousands of dollars for more radio ads uh, from the county clerk's office. And the staff asked me, well, what do we do? Do we pay them or not? And I said, let's look at the dates that the ads ran. And the ads ran before January 5th and before my, uh, my memo went out. And I said, well, you know, let's, let's not hurt the vendors. I mean, the radio stations uh, in good faith ran the ads. Uh, I don't want to hold up their payments. They were run before, you know, Mickey and everybody knew that this was illegal. Um, so let's pay them. And I paid them under protest. Uh, then, then about 10 days ago or so, my accounts payable staff brings me an invoice from Mickey's office uh, and it's for uh, for his radio show on a different radio station uh, for shows in January, four shows, and they all ran after they ran after my January fifth memo. And I said it was for like nine hundred dollars uh, for the four shows. And I said we're not paying this. Uh, and I sent Mickey a uh, uh, an email, and then I sent him uh, sent him a letter, or I sent the station a letter. Uh, the other station with a uh, and copied Mickey on it saying, you know, we can't process this. This is illegal. Uh, and that's where things stand. So going forward, I hope we won't uh, won't be talking about this much more because uh, because I think everybody knows now that you can't do this. And if you do it, uh, my office won't uh, won't process the payment. All right. And we have reached out to uh, Erie County Clerk Mickey Kearns, who will join us next week on Hardline uh, to give his view. Kevin, as we move on, uh, you are the comptroller, and you uh, you know Erie County politics in and out, and Erie County Executive Mark Polonkars is running for re-election. Uh, what are your thoughts on the county executive, what he's done, and his re-election bid? 
Well, I think I think he's been a good county executive, definitely. And I, I saw that firsthand last year when we went to the ratings agencies for a bond uh, rating, uh, you know, rating upgrade, or in effect, a county's credit rating. I mean, we we got an upgrade to a double A. Uh, at the depths of the red and green budget crisis, I think we were down to triple B minus. And over the years, because of sound budgeting practices, uh, not just by Mark, but by the legislature, uh, uh, you know, we've, uh, we've, uh, we've put the county in a better position. I know as a county legislator representing Grand Island and the Tonawandas uh, for 12 years before I became controller, one of the things I was most interested in was upgrading the county road system, which, again, red and green budget had just decimated it. Um, and I think by the time I left office last year uh, to assume the controller's office, I was pretty pleased with the roads, especially in the town of Tonawanda, the county roads, uh, and the ones in uh, Grand Island. I think we've come a long way, and, and Mark has prioritized that, and certainly I was thankful for that, as well as the people that, that, uh, that travel those roads. Uh, we've still got a ways to go, but, uh, but I think we've made a heck of a lot of progress. Um, so I think, I think, you know, he's deserving of re-election. Uh, as you mentioned uh, in the previous segment, he is going to be primaried by Nate McMurray. I think a lot of people are taking that uh, or not taking that uh, challenge seriously. I think they do so at their own peril. I mean, uh, yes, Nate, uh, Nate has lost his last couple elections, uh, but it was in a very, uh, very uh, Republican area. Uh, and for a Democrat, I think he did as well as uh, as could be expected, maybe even better uh, in some cases. Uh, you know, I mean, it, 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 you need to go no further than a couple years ago, uh, Mayor Brown getting surprised uh, by India Walton in the primary. And I'm sure that the polling cars people are, are or at least I would hope they were wary of that and, and you know, guard against that. Um, so, you know, you've, you're going to have a primary. Uh, petitions will hit the street uh, for uh, for nominating candidates uh, on uh, February 28th, which is just uh, it's a, well it's a week from Tuesday. It's nine days from now, uh, so people are going to see the campaign start ramping up. As you mentioned earlier, the Democrat or yeah the Republicans haven't decided uh, on their candidate yet. It's not clear who that's going to be. Um, you know, I'm obviously like everybody else, uh, waiting to hear how that turns out. Kevin, as I always mention, you have a unique perspective because you are a former Republican um, during the time of Mark Polonkar's uh, terms as uh, county executive. Um, so looking at you know the people out there on the Republican side, do you see anyone – and you might not want to answer this because you might not want to give them an idea – but do you see anyone that could pose a credible challenge to the county executive? Well, I think, I think any – serious candidate could pose a credible challenge. I mean, credible challenges is what our democracy is built on. So, you know, from a from a, 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 a democratic standpoint, small d, as in democracy, uh, you would hope that there'd be a, a spirited race. Uh, you would hope that they wouldn't just hand it over to to the Democratic candidate any more than you'd hope that that uh, that the uh, Democrats would hand something to the Republican candidates. Uh, having said that, who's out there? I mean, I hear uh, 
Uh, Mickey Kearns has mentioned. I'm I'm not sure, given the latest uh, revelations about uh, about uh, this advertising uh, uh, mess, uh, whether you know that's that's going to hurt his chances. Uh, the other person out there that's mentioned is Ed Rath. I served with Ed in the uh, uh, county legislature for uh, for a dozen years. Um, he certainly knows county government, and his name is already on the building. That's that's right. That, you just wrote his campaign ad. Yeah, that's right. My name's a, well. I, I I would think that I'm sure Ed would have a better reason for electing him than hey, my name's on on the building already. Of course, his his grandfather was uh, was first county executive. Now uh, you know. Kevin, obviously the Bill Stadium has been, uh, since COVID, right, post-COVID, uh, the Bill Stadium mm-hmm. has been a majority of the talk um, that's gotten a lot of the press, especially with the county executive. Do you think this election season we are going to see whoever his opponent is, and maybe even Nate McMurray in a primary, but whoever his opponent on the Republican side is, trying to look at how tight this Bill's agreement is with the new stadium? Yeah, I think I think an opponent would be foolish to do otherwise. That's certainly something that resonates with people. Something certainly people are talking about. I mean, there there are a lot of things that could be big issues in county government, like the uh, the, the the question of how much uh, in, enhanced uh, FMAP money we're getting from the state, which we may talk about in a few minutes if you want to talk about the state budget. But people really don't. That doesn't resonate with people. People have no idea what that is, and it would take a lot of education to get. Them up to speeds, up to speed. Everybody knows that we've got a football team in town. Everybody has an opinion about that stadium, uh, whether they agree with the county executive or not. And and certainly, if a uh, if a challenger wants to make some noise, they could talk about the stadium. Now, I do want to talk about that state budget, and I want to start with the part that's getting the most noise and work backwards. Um, Obviously, this gas ban is getting a lot of the attention out of the state budget, and we saw with the Erie County legislator um, actually, you know, uh, have a resolution to say, wait a minute, let's let's take a few steps back to the point we had, you know, Tim Myers, legislator, uh, majority leader uh, on this program saying, you know, right now, Going all electric is just not realistic with the grid. Uh, what are your thoughts on this proposal to ban uh, natural gas by 2030? Well, I'll, I'll tell you, um, I'm confused, uh, which, which says a lot. I mean, I'm the Erie County Controller, and I really can't get my hands around the whole issue. I talk to a lot of people. I talk to state assemblymen, state senators. Um, and I, I really don't know what's going on. Some of them will poo-poo it, and they'll say, no, that's never going to happen. Others will say, you know, this is, this is the people downstate driving the bus, and uh, they're for it, and it may happen. I, you know, I, I, you know on a personal note, I'm, uh, the, uh, the night before the blizzard, my, uh, uh, my furnace conked out. Uh, and I'm thinking, you know, they've got this thing coming, and it's going to be the worst, and i got to do something. Fortunately, uh, uh, Roy's Plumbing saved the day, and I'm not being compensated by Roy's Plumbing, but they came out in the middle of the night and fixed the furnace, and, and thank God they did, because a lot of people were out of power, as you know, and some of them didn't make it. And, and I'm glad that I wasn't one of them. I'm, I'm sad that uh, so many other people couldn't, uh, couldn't say the same. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, so, I'm, so I'm looking at uh, replacing my furnace either this year or next year, um, and I don't know what to do. Do I go gas? Do I get a heat pump? I mean, there are big decisions, and i got to believe I'm not the only one. 
asking themselves this question. So what I'm hoping for, uh, if nothing else, with the state budget or shortly thereafter, is some clarity on all this so we can plan our futures. Yeah, I, I think uh, people would like that, Kevin. And also, you know, the uh, the automobile gas ban that goes into effect 2035. So much mm-hmm. and so many questions. Also looking uh, through this budget, where does the county benefit? Where, where do some local municipalities benefit um, on this new budget? Well, you know, the local municipality benefit will probably come out uh, in the in the wash at the end because a lot of things will be put in by the legislators, individual legislators representing individual areas, which will you know which will make a difference. Of course, school aid is uh, is slated to go up. I think in the governor's budget, something like ten percent, which will benefit you know everybody uh, to varying degrees. The big thing that counties are concerned about is this thing I mentioned earlier about the the EF map, uh, which stands for Enhanced Federal Medical Assistance Percentage. And yes, I did read that because I can't remember what it stands for. But EF map uh, is money that uh, that has been coming through the counties. Uh, it started with the Affordable Care Act, and it was federal money that uh, that funneled through the states, and it helped us, you know, ba- balance our budgets in effect, uh, making up for some of those high Medicaid. Costs. Well, the, the, the budget that the governor has proposed would take away something like this year, 2023, this calendar year, $41 million in these funds from Erie County. And as the chief fiscal officer of the county, I go, yikes, that's, that's a lot of money, $41 million. One of the problems is, of course, that we're already, uh, by the time it happens, uh, we'd already be a quarter year through our budget. And that's one of the problems when various levels of government have different budget cycles. You know, Erie County, well, the state runs on an April 1st to March 31st budget. The federal government operates New Year's Day, and the federal government is October 1st, and they go through September 30th. Erie County, call us old-fashioned, but we run on a calendar year budget. Uh, But again, if there are going to be changes, you know, when we made our budget last December for, uh, for this calendar year, which is also our fiscal year, we assume that this money, as well as other aid, would be at the same rate that it's been. Well, that's only good for the first three months of the state budget. If they change this now, you know, we've got, you know, nine months to make up for, for what we're losing rather than a full year. And it, you know, it kind of catches us a little off guard. Yes. But that's why it's important that we put pressure uh, on our uh, state uh, representatives and, and look to them to to stand up for for Erie County and and the other municipalities. You know, Kevin, as the comptroller, as the you know, you you see all the money spent at the uh, county level. What do you think of the number of this budget? Two hundred twenty-seven billion, second biggest budget, just under California, um, in the in the country. Do you think that's justified? Well, it, it you, you know everybody's going to have a different answer than that uh, to that. Uh, if uh, if you're interested in the uh, the uh, uh, aid to education that we have, the schools that we have in New York, uh, relative to some areas where they or some areas of the country where they don't spend as much money on their schools, then you would say yes, we do have uh, you know better opportunities for our children. Um, if you uh, you know if you if you want to talk about pure size of of the budget and say you know that's too much in taxes you know then then you could make that case um, you know different people have different tastes some just as 
different people have different tastes in cars. Some people are fine with, you know, a stripped down model of uh, of a of a compact car and other people want the want the big uh, big pickup truck with all the bells and whistles. Um, you know, and and the same goes for government. Kevin, before I let you go, uh, you know, obviously you uh, you've been in politics, you've taught politics, you know all about uh, United States government. Uh, we heard that uh, Pre- President Jimmy Carter is going into hospice care. What are your thoughts on the former president? Uh, I, you know, Jimmy Carter um, did not have a uh, a banner uh, term as president. He was a one termer, had a lot of problems, the energy crisis, inflation. Um, the uh, obviously the Iran hostage uh, crisis dominated his term in office, uh, but he is probably my favorite ex-president ever. I mean, what he did after he left office, uh, you know, the the work in ha- Habitat for Humanity, teaching Sunday school down there in Plains, Georgia, um, making you know, getting involved in peace deals around the world. Um, you know, he put his time to good good use and he's just an incredible human being and it saddens me to hear that his life is uh, is coming to an end um but i think it's a it's a life that uh, that was well lived and i think uh, you know i've seen him say that that he's 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 enjoyed his life and he's done everything he could uh and again i'm i'm saddened that uh, that uh, he'll be passing soon you know it, it is interesting with uh with former president jimmy carter you know with how um divisive our politics are now no matter republican democrat it seems like someone always has something very nice to say about the person jimmy carter and that is just so rare in politics these days yeah, you know, you, you you saw the thing, same thing. The last president I think to pass was uh, George H. W. Bush, who everybody thought, you know, nice guy. After he got defeated by Bill Clinton in a very, very bitter, very divisive uh, campaign, became good friends with him. Uh, that's the way it should be in politics, and unfortunately, as of late, it hasn't been the way it is. That is true. Well, Kevin, I, I'm, I'm so thankful uh, for you joining us today, and I'm sure our Mets texts uh, will be ramping up very soon. <laughs> Absolutely. And remember my name for your show, Joe, Beamaz or Beamer, because yes. I never hear the two of you together anymore. Oh, well, tomorrow it will be uh, neither Beamaz or Beamer. <laughs> well, there's, there's a new show title, isn't it? Baseball season is heating up. Odyssey has you covered with the most entertaining coverage of your team. Stay locked in and in the know with the local voices you trust as they bring you unfiltered takes, recap games, react to the latest team news, and talk to callers. Listen to your favorite shows for free on the Odyssey app, odyssey.com, your smart speaker, or in the car with Android Auto or Apple CarPlay. 